Hola, hola. Welcome to the Bruja Broadcast. This is Dion. And Sasha. Join us today as we serve up some Brujeria Latina with a side of astrology and herbology bundled with some stories and sass. We're going. <laughs> hola, hola. Hola, hola. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm doing okay. Yeah, I, uh, I just got done telling Sacha that if she did not give me a positive astrological forecast, I was leaving, I was packing my things and going home. So hopefully we're, we all get that today. Yeah, I'm, I'm, un, I'm under like the, the <laughs> threatened. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, so this seems positive. <laughs> just read it in a positive voice. It'll yes. be fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't matter how, it, yeah. Well, like I said, you know, August was the month of releasing, so we'll see, right? So let's get to Bruheim. Yes. Uh, starting with Bruheim, what do you got this week? You go first. Sure. Um, so this week I had, so you know I live like in a little, like off the road, like a little dead end and there's like four or five houses, right? Yeah. And so we had a little group of um, teens, I guess they were. They were hanging out like at the front of like the entrance. Yeah. And they were like, you know, making a lot of noise and hanging out and whatever. And, you know, I really didn't care. They seemed to have, be having fun. And, but, like, my other neighbors, there's five houses here, they were all, like, and my husband, too, and they were all, like, constant, you know. They were all, worried like, worried about, the about Yeah, they were worried about, like, the noises and the teens and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And so I did a spell to get them to go away. Yeah. And I did it, and the next day they went away. And so, it, you know, it went, it worked very well. Mm -hmm. And then the only thing that bugged me was that Louis, because Louis, because, you know, the little neighborhood watch or whatever, they had talked amongst themselves because we live like between like two complexes. So they figured that they were from like the complexes. Yeah. They were just hanging out here because it was like the only place that wasn't like in the complex. Mm -hmm. um, they were like, oh, we're going to get like one of like they had said, oh, we're gonna go talk to like the admins or something of the complex. I'm like, they don't give a shit. <laughs> in my opinion, right? And then, so my husband was like, oh, I guess like one of the neighbors went and talked to the admins, and I'm like, you idiot! Did you not see me? Did did I not send you to the supermarket to buy this and this ingredient? Did you not see me doing this, you know, spell? Did I not, you know? Right. And I'm like, seriously, dude. <laughs> I was like, seriously, dude. Right. You think that they'll, you know. The seventy-year-old lady talking to a supposed admin from like the neighborhood complex, who probably isn't even in the building, right? Yeah. Is gonna make you know seventeens disappear. Yeah. Or do you think like you the worker? Yeah. yeah. What do you think? <laughs> I was like so mad at him. <laughs> I was like, in serio? I was like, real, yeah. yeah. I was like, in serio? <laughs> like, did you not see me? Like all the work I put into it because I, I did. And you sent him to the store too. Yeah, he's, he bought the ingredients. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yes, so I was I was slightly offended, but you know, and then and then he saw me because I, I even showed him like I told him like to do you know, I'm doing a you know when we get to YouTube you'll see the hand movement. Yes. But I even showed him like the constant hand movement that he had to do every time we went by the place. Mm -hmm. And he saw me, like, at one time, he's like, what? oh, that's why he asked, because he saw me doing the hand movement. I'm like, yeah, because I did the spell, and then, like, every time I'm just reinforcing it. Mm -hmm. You can do it, too. And then, you know, so he bought the ingredients. He saw me preparing it. He saw me do the spell. Then he saw me reinforcing it. And then he goes, like, yeah, I guess the lady talked to the management. <laughs> Gee, I... <laughs> like, no respect. <laughs> like, there is no respect. But that was my bruhaing, which I'm very... Despite my husband not um, believing it, I'm very um, proud of it because it 
worked very well. Excellent. Uh, my Bruhain was a little intense. Um, a very a close person in my world, uh, their child uh, was in an accident and they had a, a head injury and I didn't have all the information. The person didn't have all the information. So when it got to me, it was like panic and misinformation, but I knew what to do right away because that's part of what being a bruja is. Like I was like, okay. And I knew and instantly everything in my body was like, you have everything you need in this house already. Find it and light it on fire. Uh, so like fine and carve into the candles. I had some healing powder already from the Botanica. Um, and so I, I went to work immediately and then I went to a place in our community that I consider a, a power place and I circle it and I pull from it and I pull power and I send it in the correct direction. And, um, and their child, it, it was okay, but it was a very scary feeling. Um, and so I wrote this note down for all of us in the spaces where we lose all sense of control that's when we must acknowledge our power. That's where Bruharia lives. Uh, there are the moments in that unknown that will loudly or that loudly call to you or you chant or hang on, my notes are a little messy. There are these moments in the unknown that will call loudly to you to pray or chant or run, literally move your body. And that's where the change begins. It is where we push to ask for the outcome to be favorable in our direction. In an emergency, you will know what to do and you will have everything you need. Super. Yeah. Love it. So that that was my bruja in this week. It was Powerful. intense and I am drained. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, all good things. Yeah, they both sound good. Yeah, everything is moving in the correct direction. Yes. But it was a scary moment for sure. Definitely. For everyone. I'm glad that it really worked out. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. Wanna breathe? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Still intense. And then, but this week we're back to talk about manifestation. Um, just kind of, I think we're going over just generally how, like kind of a one-on-one almost. Yep. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I know. You good for that? <laughs> I'm good for that. We, we had a different, we had a Mercury retrograde kind of thing going on yeah. with that. Because I was like, oh, because I'm going to teach a class on manifestation. And I'm like, oh, I'm lazy, so let's just do the podcast on the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then John came in. You're not lazy, the, you're focused. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I am, um, what do you call that? Efficient. Yeah, efficient. Yes. yes. But then you came in with a different idea. Yeah, because I thought, I just swear to God, you said manifesting work. So I was like, okay, let's do that. Right. And so manifesting work. And so you're going to get like a double dipper. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit about both. Yes. And so we'll, what do you want to do? Let's do manifestation first, and then we'll do, like, subspecialty in manifestation work. Uh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, and I think, too, like, if we're doing a general, uh, just talking about manifesting, whether it's work or love or whatever, like, it's just kind of the correspondences almost that would be a little bit different. Yeah. But mm-hmm. manifesting is still pretty much the same line of thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, and so one of the things that I wanted to talk about is that first, like, manifestation isn't, um, the concept in itself isn't very brujain, mm-hmm. right? It's how we apply it that we make it bruja or magical, yeah. right? So man- manifestation and the law of attraction and all those are seem to be a little bit more 
in the realm of like the new agey would you agree right yeah um so and then when you but it's been around for oof, you know when you look at it it's like you know the renaissance and, oh yeah yeah i and even like you know but like the term the coined term like positive thinking was like in the 1950s and then manifestation was like in the 1970s mm-hmm. and so those terms in itself are more like you know modern modern yeah yeah, yeah. and so um but there's been other correspondences and other people have been working with it for a long time yeah <laughs> um but i i think that the way so there's a lot of people that nowadays that use manifestation or they use law of attraction that aren't particularly witchy mm-hmm. right but i think that the way that we use magic and witchy practices to apply that um law of manifestation oh, yeah. is the what makes it like more bruja mm-hmm. because other people would just do you know thinking or writing and that would be it right while we just you know we bring in color correspondences yeah, we and we days, of the, week. days <laughs> of the week and, times know, of day like, and yeah. times of day and um candle magic yeah. and stuff like that and so we we witch it up yeah right so i think that's one of the things that that would be the difference but let's backtrack and start with um manifestation what is it you know it's basically to birth through your thoughts actions and beliefs and emotions what you want yeah and um, so going, oh, oh, she's pulling out glasses right now. I've okay, never guys, seen this before. So last Monday, you you guys Those know. They're cute. They're, they're really, purple? They're, yeah, they're, Louise got them for me. So yeah, these are just supermarket glasses. Cute. Okay. So last Monday, I got my eye test and the guy's like, oh yeah, that did change. And I'm like, yeah, I know because I can't read. I think, <laughs> I, think it, I think it really has to do with reading on the Kindle. I think the Kindle's ruined my eyesight. Oh no. Yeah. But it's so convenient. Yeah. You have it with you all the time. So anyways, so yeah, there you go. Modern technology has ruined my eyesight. <laughs> <laughs> so... um and less modern technology has given her sight back by through glasses. Yes. <laughs> so whatever you can do, dream uh, you can do, you have to begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. And this was a phrase by Goethe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so there's a, there's a, there's the 12 laws of manifestation, which, you know, can get really intense and deep into it. I don't know if we're going to get into them, but they can be really, like, quantum-y and deep cool. and really nice. Yeah, we might mention them. And they're, they're really nice. Um, but they can be, like, involved. Gotcha. Right? Okay. And then let's do it, like, the less deep. Okay? Okay. <laughs> so the less deep one is basically you have to, the less, you know, quantum physics, neuroscience-y one, let's just do the, the, the easier version. So the first step is basically you have to know what you want and you have to know what you want in a specific, clear and concise manner, right? And then the second one, which is where we witch it up and we'll, give, we'll come back to that, but you have to ask for it, mm-hmm. okay? And you see I have a bunch of bullet points there. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, we'll get, and we'll give back. That's I like what how I, you're so committed to one sheet of paper. <laughs> <laughs> 
Although, although it's all over the place. Teeny tiny like... handwriting, one sheet of paper. <laughs> and then you see how my notes go back. Yes. Like this is one, this is five, this uh-huh. is three. And like only I would understand this, <laughs> yes. right? And then, um, then number three, you have to work for it. You have to basically co-create and collaborate with the universe. And mm-hmm. I think this is a point where lots of people make the mistake. They think that the law of attraction and they think that manifestation is just, um, you know, oh, if you believe in it, it's going to happen. Right. And they think that they don't have to work for it. And no. that's not the case. It's not like, oh, I want $100,000 and that's it. Ta-da! And I, you know, and I'm going to light a candle and it's green and I'm going to get it. Right. No, you actually have to work for it and you have to take steps towards it. It's not just like saying what you want. Right. right? So you have to co-create because that's what it is. It's collaboration with the universe. Then number four is gratitude. And there's some more steps, magical steps there. (laughs) And then you have to remove all limiting beliefs. Okay. There's also some... um, that that includes like negative self-talk fear worthiness self imposter syndrome all those you have to mm-hmm. ax them um and that's where shadow work comes in oh yeah right? mm-hmm. so which is also witchy stuff and the last one which is a really important one which is more of a spiritual aspect which is energy right so this is you attract what as you vibrate this is like garbage in garbage out yep. right and so you have to raise your vibrations. You have to cultivate joy and so forth. So that those are the basic six steps, okay? And then when you go back to like the guy that wrote the actual book of like the law of manifestation, which was David Spangler in 75, I think he wrote it based on his experiences. So he wrote this book and it's still like famous right now. He wrote this book based on his experiences in a... Um, Intentional community. I love intentional communities. You know I do. Um, That intentional community was called Find Find Horn Foundational Community in Scotland. And seven, they existed from like sixty seven or whatever. But he lived there in seventy one and seventy two. And so that was created by a marriage, the Caddies and McLean, Dorothy McLean. And so they were they first started it off, and they were just like 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 trailer nothing on the like on the beach in scotland which just imagine like rocks right yeah and they ended up like with this beautiful like gardens intentional like feeding everybody 300 members like incredible right amazing yeah beautiful and then um and they they manifested him too um david as well just because they read a book of his a pamphlet of his he was a teacher like in california and they manifested the dude and like two years later he showed up and yes and they're like okay now you're the co-director and you're gonna educate everybody amazing (laughs) yeah so um but basically because the founder knew about positive thinking and then he added but you can't just have positive thinking you also have to have will and Mm -hmm. you have to have gratitude and then so he added those elements which are part of these elements as well um and then they just you know we're gonna we're gonna make this and then they but then it was easy when it was three people and it was easy when it was 10 when it was 15 but they kept on growing so much that it was hard for them to teach it to 200 300 people that were coming in at the same time and make sure that everybody had the same vibe and that everybody knew how to manifest so that they could continue like that ripple effect yeah and that's how they manifested this guy so that he could teach the method of manifestation to everybody that was coming into the community Okay. And that's how the whole 
book and the theory and the laws and everything comes into creation. How cool. And that, super cool. Yeah. You know, oh, the hippies. I know, I know right? right? Super cool. Um, so, yeah. So, that's basically how that comes into. And so, he goes, that she, and then this is why it's like the little mess. And so, his, his phrase, like, in one paragraph, it's like, holding a clear, precise image in mind of what one wanted to manifest and refusing to let doubt um, or neg- worry or negative thought enter. Add will, steadfastness, and a spiritual attunement, obedience to inner promptings, patience and perseverance, activate, act, acting in faith, and gratitude. And that's like, psh, yep. all together that's in it. one power. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So, But when you start pulling it apart, it's not as easy. Right. Right? So that's basically it there's those and then like in that paragraph that's why i put one holding clear and precise image that's what it is right Mm -hmm. and then like without refusing to let doubt worry or negative that's number five which is unlimiting beliefs and removing negative right and number three hold steadfast and spiritual attunement right which is the the working for it and then the six the inner promptings obedience to the inner promptings you're listening to intuition that's that's what it's saying right? right And anyways, it's all there. So going back to the asking for it, which is where I say we get witchy. Okay. Where we get witchy. How can we ask for it? <laughs> we can ask for it. Prayer, meditation, visualization, vision box, vision board, speaking it out, writing it, um, the 369, the repetition of certain days, the mm-hmm. 45 days. Um, you guys know I do my vision box. I think that's one of the main ones. Candle magic. So um, working with color correspondence, working with the squares, the magical squares. Basically, anything that we've talked about, yeah. you can use it for manifestation. And I think most people use manifestation for, I'd say love and, and money are the two yeah. main ones because mm-hmm. they're... I guess um tangible yeah like but, but you know i mean so is health but people don't ask for <laughs> you're true i guess not until they're messed up yeah i guess not until yeah i don't think people worry about health until they're sick yeah like because you're not constantly seeking like more health but you're typically seeking more wealth or more love yeah and yeah i don't think people ask for health until they're sick yeah 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 we should we should be more proactive we should we should but yeah so yeah want to dig in uh to love and money yeah or to any of these points uh well i definitely think that as far as manifestation the clear picture and like really taking time to think about it to write it out to imagine uh so i use a lot of visualization and hypnosis and stuff too i have people while they're in trance imagine what it will be like to live without whatever let's say i do doing like a phobia Mm -hmm. what what does it look like to you to live your life without that fear Mm. and then start to become that and that's like a practice that you do and so it's very i think tied into the same kind of energetic line where let's say you want this new job you have to start seeing yourself in that position who do you talk to to get to that job who will you talk to once you have that job? What will you be saying? Like making that a real life visualization is so powerful. Yeah, you have to see the, the real, like, you're yeah. not going to work, who you're doing. 
everything everything yeah who yeah. will you be emailing now who are you gonna who will you be corresponding with who like it's just it's it's taking that time to visualize those details and then start walking that walk that just gets you so much closer to your goal yeah I think that's why like the other day I was talking to a friend of mine not witchy at all like the farthest thing from witchy available and um but I mean loyal's as heck he's, he's a very loyal friend and we've been friends since 1990 oh cool yeah and and I was we were friends in in a program called Junior Achievement, mm -hmm. which is sort of like teaching high school kids like how to do business. Cool. Right? And I sent him a Snapchat because I found in Portland, I found a Junior Achievement office. And so I sent him a picture of like the company. I just, you know, stood in front of the building to send him a picture like, oh my God, this place still exists, whatever. Yeah. Sent him a picture of that. And, um, and then we were talking, and I mean, he is, um, he travels, basically. He's like the sales manager for all of Latin America, or Hispanic, so he does Spain and all of Latin America for his company. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I'm pretty free in my business. Yeah. You know, like I, I do whatever I want to. And then we have another friend um, who's like, there's like the three people that created the company she works for and then she's like the next person in the company mm -hmm. and um, I'm not going to say the company whatever but so you know pretty high up as well and then she was also in with that group and then another one and I was like like dude can you imagine like you know fuck look at so and so and me and you and like whatever like what we're doing you know yeah. and he's like well that was the dream that was the plan you know yeah and I'm like yeah and then and he said because and he said that's one thing that they taught us like at that program mm -hmm. it was to because they did a lot of um in in the program they taught us they we did a lot of like mock playups like sort of like awards dinners oh, cool. and sort of like um we ran companies and we would do buyouts and we would do yeah, like we were really like playing the companies yeah. and mergers and like you know oh your company's closed down or we're buying this company or we're setting or we're doing a startup and we're gonna we have to go raise funds and stuff like that the whole thing mm -hmm. and then and then we would have like competitions amongst companies and it's like this quarter this company won this quarter and then like we would have like sales awards and we would do like you know, dress, like, like we had to get like tucked up and like yes, sort of like yeah, that's so and we cool. would do yeah. And he's like, you know, that was the dream, and then that's like what they put in front of us. Like we we imagined where we were living through imagination, mm -hmm. like this whole corporate right because it was focused on corporate, but this whole corporate aspect, and so, and that's the result, you know. Mm -hmm. They're all like super corporate muggles. I'm not corporate muggle because I kind of broke from it, but I still do have a lot of entrepreneurship and business right. leanings you know yeah and it all came from that because it was like you know how cool how drawn into us yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you know and it, and it, it does come from that it, it is a manifestation mm -hmm. of what you know yeah yeah and and i mean and he's not witchy at all he's not at all and he's also not like he's not gonna sit down and read you know the laws of manifestation or the right. positive you know thinking and i doubt he would read even like the secret or even the power of what's what's the maxwell one um think big think and grow rich 
Think and Grow Rich. Okay. That's the one, like, that's the one, like, Rockefeller was reading. It's, like, from early 1900s. Interesting. Yeah, that, that's where the whole mastermind ideas come from. Interesting. And their idea is basically, it's power, it's power of positivity, Mm -hmm. but it's also get together with others that are at your same level. Oh, okay. And not only that at your same level, that they're higher than you because it will make you level up. Yeah. So it's like... Interesting. Yeah. Say it again. Think and grow rich. Think and grow rich. Okay. That's the one that the... Yeah. That the... Like the real... You know. Gotcha. That the real rich dudes use, you know. Interesting. I'll check that out. Yep. And that's... You know. And that is pure manifestation. Like when you read that book, it's pure magic. It's like saying, repeating... Well, all those, all those old dudes were all tied into super like a cult. Illuminati yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yes. And they stole are... all their shit from us. Yeah. <laughs> or they didn't steal it. They were, but they were just hiding that they were. Yeah. Because they were all yeah, practitioners. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. They were all practitioners. They were just hiding it. But I mean, we're not going down the conspiracy um, theories. But on this episode. On this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's other podcasts that dedicate themselves fully to that. So, but yes. Definitely. Um, so going to that. Um, okay. So, and number one, knowing what you want, you have to be specific, concise, and clear. And like you said, just visualize, know exactly what you want, yeah. and just and don't think anything. And so here, this is one thing that has to um, happen. You can't. And this is what happens with most people. They're like, "Oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, that can't happen." And this is where. You have to go to number five, which is the limited beliefs. Yes. You have to eliminate everything that is negative, self-talk, everything that is um, self-deprecating, everything that is like the imposter syndrome, everything that is um, worthiness tied, Mm -hmm. everything that has to do with shadow work. You have to eliminate all that. And there's um, a rule that's like you have to, they say you have to forget who you are. Because when you forget who you are in this conscious level... Then you can't be limited by it. You can't be limited by it. And that's how you say... And then you look at all those success stories. They always start by, this little girl from this rural town, poverty, blah, blah, blah. They always like to start with the limiting. Right. They always like to start with the limiting factor. obstacles. Right. Because Mm -hmm. they want to show, like, how far they grew. Like, even, like, Tina Turner, right? Mm -hmm. Like... What the heck? She's like from this rural town, poverty. Where did she die? She died in a Swiss chalet married to a millionaire. Right? Yeah. Didn't she? <laughs> Da-da. Yeah. You know? So it's just like they always start with the with the, with the the worst stuff and they're like, oh my God, look how far she, you know, come. Right. But it's because at some point you have to forget that. Yeah. That isn't what defines you. And you can't, you can't think of that. You have to think of, oh, where do I want to be? Oh, I want to be in a Swiss chalet with three butlers and a dude that wants to, that walk, wants to kiss the earth where I walk. You know? Yeah. And that's what you have to think. Oh, that's who I am. And then that becomes your reality. Yeah. Yeah. And because you won't settle for anything that's not that. So. Because it just becomes yeah, natural. That's what's real to you now. Yeah, that is what's real oh, to amazing. you. Yeah. yeah. And so, but, and that's the hardest thing i was doing a client read on wednesday it wasn't a client read it was a it was an exchange between two practitioners she um i read for her and she did an energy cleanse for me nice 
And I was telling her what she needed to do. And she's like, oh, no, I'm really conscious of my words and whatever. But I'm like, every, I'm like, you're very conscious. But every three or four words is I'm broke. I'm not, not, whatever. You're not so conscious. Yeah. She's like, no, no, it's just because I'm with you. And I'm like. Doesn't matter. It doesn't. You're stepping on it. Like all the time. And I'm like, the 30th is a releasing moon. Release all those self-limiting thoughts. And then. The 14th, 13th, 14th of September is prosperity, you know, new moon and Virgo, and then bring that prosperity in, mm-hmm. right? So double work, right? But you got you got two weeks to just like do shadow work and let all that shit go. <laughs> Get it together now. <laughs> now, you got, now you're going to have to wait until next year, okay? But like work on it, you know? Because it's just like, it was like, look, 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 yeah. Oh, you know, what do you see? And how about money? And what? Because oh, I'm broke. Because I'm broke. Like every, you're you're saying it. You're saying right. it. You're putting yourself in that position, you know. And whatever you say, it becomes real. Yeah. Yeah. Or like last night, I was having a conversation. We were talking about the Barbie movie, mm-hmm. and somebody's like, "Oh, whatever." And I'm like, you know, when I they were talking about like the people that were talking like, "Oh, that was like a really whatever like." the conservative people right yeah yeah. i'm like i don't know i I didn't notice that i felt bad for ken and then i'm like maybe because i live in my barbie world (laughs) (laughs) and so i just felt bad for ken yeah you know i i didn't notice you know because in my world i i really do live a sort of barbie life you know because that's the world I created. Right. For myself. Because you're not limiting yourself. Yeah. And you're actively <laughs> pushing against any limits that might be there. Yeah. And so, I, and I don't realize. Yeah. <laughs> that other people aren't living a Barbie life. <laughs> Somehow this is tied into you not having an inner monologue, which I think is so amazing still. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have an inner monologue. But I did read that, like, we're the majority. The majority of people. That is such. I will put a poll on this podcast because I learned how to do that. If you do not have an inner monologue, please write to me so that I believe that there are more of you out there. Because so far, I think there may be two. Such as one, and I'm sure there's another one. That's all I got. <laughs> now, supposedly, more people don't have inner monologue than people that do have inner monologue. I refuse to believe that. <laughs> right now, here, we're 50-50, okay? Because uh-huh. I count for two people. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you're a Gemini. <laughs> okay, so right now, we're... Two thirds. <laughs> I'll give you that because I believe in astrology. I'll give you that. Okay. But people help me out. If you do not have an inner monologue, please send it in. Please write me. <laughs> please. I would like to know. Tell me about all the things. Well, so what? I know. All right. I just want to know. Yeah. Okay. Do we, how much time? Do we have time? Do you want me to go quickly over the 12 laws? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Back to the classes. Oh, yeah. Cha-cha. Pookity. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you like my little my little arrows? I'm still impressed by the commitment to the one page. <laughs> so the first law in the um, is the law of divine oneness, which is basically everything's connected. Mm-hmm. Okay. The second law is the law of vibration, which is everything is energy that's vibrating. So even like the microphone, the cell phone, everything's is energy and everything's um, vibrating. Mm-hmm. And this is important later on, and I'll come back to that. The third law is the law of correspondence. And so the external reality is a direct reflection of your internal state. Mm-hmm. So if you're chaos on the inside, you're going to attract chaos. Okay. The fourth law is the law of attraction, which is the one that most people talk about as if the whole thing were it, but it's only one of the 12 laws. Okay. Okay. And it's your constantly attract that, which is like your energy. 
So it, you like if people that that's why some people are like, oh, they're so lucky or whatever. Because when you you got it good, things keep on getting better. Yeah. And when things are going mad, yep, yeah. things keep going down the plunger. Okay. The fifth law is the law of inspired action. So inspiration will come when you are aligned with who you're supposed to be. Okay. And if you let go of control and you're not trying to constantly be in control of things mm -hmm. and you will make room for divine guidance, you will get hit by divine um, inspiration, right? Inspired inspiration. The sixth law is the law of perpetual transmutation of energy, which is energy is constantly evolving and fluctuating. Mm -hmm. The seventh law is the law of cause and effect. The Murphy's law of thinking is the cause of experiences are the effects of thinking. So change what you're thinking and you'll change the results. You'll change the experience. The eighth law is the law of compensation. Reap what you sow, what you give. So you get what you give and you also um, don't get what you withhold. Okay, so you have to be generous and you have to be open and yeah. you're also beginning. Okay, the ninth law is the law of relativity. Um, you're going to perceive things based on everything in your own way. Right. Okay, the tenth law is the law of polarity. Everything has an opposite. So for everything, there's a solution and there's a problem. There's an op but there's also an opportunity. Right. So you can't see everything like going back to that negative and limiting belief where you see a problem, there might actually be an opportunity. Yes. Okay. The 11th law is the law of rhythm. There's cycles, seasons, flow. So just, you can't see it like, you can't always be, you know, riding the wave. Mm -hmm. There has to be ups and downs. Okay. Um, the 12th is the law of gender, which is aligning the masculine and the feminine and the divine masculine and the divine feminine. Okay. So, and then the three, like that flow together the best are the law of vibration, the law of attraction, and the law of perpetual transmutation. So energy is constantly evolving and fluctuating, and you're constantly attracting that which is your like and the vibration. So if you want to stop, right, because like what we said, most people are trying to attract things or love or money, you have to um, basically attract that which is like you. And then you're going to try to put your vibrations at the same level as the things that you want to attract. So you have to know what those things vibrations are or that person's or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's what I got. That's what I got. You got anything else? No, that's very, I mean, in the, the work, the work spell that I had been looking at and kind of just going over how to manifest work specifically, like I was saying before, I think is something that you can do with any sort of like, whether it be work, love or health, um, because a lot of it uh, was, you know, writing down, what does it look like? What does it feel like? How does it sound like? And, and becoming so familiar with the state that you want to be in that that state becomes you. Yeah, yeah. that makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, it, it goes deeper. It goes into like quantum physics. They even have like um, like um, like Nobel Nobel Prize winners from quantum physics oh, talk cool. about like the yeah, law yeah, of yeah. attraction and all that. But we're not going to go into like that deep. But yeah, that's it. Very cool. Yeah, cool. And for us, for witchy for witchy ways, it's more of like how you ask for it. Yeah, what you do, the witchy stuff you do to get it. And also, I think that and the energy thing, like yeah. how you're constantly keeping your energy and, and the shadow work. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Of course. Those because three you things. have to get out of your own way. You cannot limit yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And like every time you do, and a, a lot of that is pattern thinking and pattern behavior. And so finding your own pattern and your own inner monologue that's like coming back to the same thing like, oh, I'm broke. Like, and let's say you've always, you grew up broke and now you're taking that with you into your adult life. Find a way to change that. If it's a rubber band on your wrist, every time you think it, you snap yourself and think, I am rich. Like, you have to work against those patterns, that mm-hmm. internal pattern. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. I'm so afraid of astrology. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm not. Snap a- it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Astrology does not define your life. No, it does not. Astrology, breaking patterns. But it really affects other people around me, and that messes with my stuff. Astrology serves as a guide for you to know what clothing to wear, mm-hmm. what soul clothing to wear. Okay. That's all it is. You're right. Yeah. You see? Mm-hmm. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yeah. So, we're doing the 20th through the 2nd, mm-hmm. so August 20th through September 2nd. Um. The most important things going on here, basically, we're at the end of the month of the month of August, where I told you guys it's basically releasing because of that, you know, two full moons in the in the month. But let's start with the 20th. The energy towards the 20th all the way through the 25th, we have a Mars opposition to Neptune that we might have been feeling, which gives us a little bit of a feeling of... Um, a little bit of slowdown or a little bit of like n- not sure with um, our own actions or other people's actions because the, the Mars, the Mars and Neptune, so Mars is that vitality and Neptune is that like foggy energy, right? So you just want to go, 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 but the Neptune kind of like cast like clouds over the sky, right? So you might be surprised by other people's actions or there might be some shady actions from other people, right? So you have to really use your intuition. You know, this applies to online dating, marketing schemes, conspiracy theories, drugs, stuff like that, okay? So all that's going on basically from the 17th through the 25th, but the strongest days, um, the strongest day is the 22nd. But it, it can be felt all the way from the 17th through the 25th. That whole week, that thing is going on. Okay. okay? But the, 20, the 22nd is the strongest day. And the people that are going to be feeling it the most are Virgo, Sagittarius, Pisces, and Gemini. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, just, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. My mom's a Pisces. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a Gemini, I know. <laughs> and then, um, so... Just so you know. Then the 22nd, we also have the sun opposite to Saturn, which just brings that um, sort of like roadblock sort of energy. Um, you have, um, it's only one day, but this day is a good day for you to see something that you're going to have to pay attention to during fall. So it might be something that sort of like didn't work out in the in a way that you expected, something that didn't happen, and it's like, oh, no, you can't do that. But this is a theme that's going to come up after the retrogrades. So it's good for you to like, oh, wait, let me jot it down because this is like if it's taxes or something, oh, this is a theme that's going to come up later. Mm-hmm. Or if it's something that like maybe a problem with a kid or something, this is like, mm, wait, let me pay attention because this is something that's going to come up later after the retrogrades, okay? And then the 23rd, 
Mercury retrograde starts and Virgo season starts. Okay. What day? The 23rd. Wednesday okay. the 23rd. So Virgo season starts. Virgo's a really nice um, organized sun season. It's basically sort of like um, the, you know, it, it's Virgo's known for being service oriented, um, organized, social without being over the top. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they are ruled by Mercury, and Mercury is going into retrograde that day. Okay. So oh. they're not going to be in their best form originally until that Mercury retrograde ends, okay? Um, and the Mercury retrograde ends. Since it's in Virgo, it just means that, you know, mishaps, miscommunications, anything with travel, anything to do with planning, um, anything to do with, like, paperwork, organization, work work mishaps will probably be very heightened in this season. Oh. Because it is Mercury retrograde in Virgo, and Virgo rules like the workplace, coworkers, stuff like that. So gotcha. that that Mercury retrograde will probably work on that one. Okay. The twenty fourth Mars is going to be trining Pluto. This is a goal oriented energy. Like you want to get down to, you want to understand something, you want to uncover something, you want to like find something out. It's good for digging information, for investigation. It's good for sex. Okay, because Mars is vitality, Pluto is like the kink, so it's a good day for having some fun. Y'all know I like those. And then um, the 22nd through the 25th, we're also feeling Venus squaring Jupiter. So this one brings in money issues, and it also brings in like, and the money issues come in from not being careful, from being too, from splurging, right? Stay off Timu, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, personally... I don't like fast fashion in general, so just stay off Timo in general. Okay. But, um, yeah. And it also brings um, just, like, social. Um, you're, you're very social, and you're like, oh, yeah, but it's overconfident, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's Venus is this in retrograde, so you might be overconfident. Like, Venus is meeting people and having and being social, but since it's in retrograde, you might um, meet somebody that's not good for you or something like that, right? Okay. And then... The Jupiter square, then it just um, allows you not to be able to see all the aspects. Or since it also controls money, then you might like spend money that you don't have. Gotcha. Or you like to go out and eat and then you ate more than or what you shouldn't eat, right? Like be gluttonous and stuff like that. So that's what you're getting. And that's basically that 22nd through the 25th. So that whole week there. Okay. okay? Then the 27th, Mars goes into Libra. Mars going into Libra. Um, Mars and Libra's it's not the worst placement in the world the only thing with mars and libra is that they tend to be a little indecisive but then they are um they're good at debating let's say that (laughs) they like verbal debates okay okay but they they can be they want to be so considerate of other people that they don't like to make decisions okay and that'll last about three and a half weeks okay the sun is on opposition to Saturn, which is makes it a little bit hard to express yourself. That's on the 27th as well. And it's going to be, you're going to feel a lot of worry, um, a little bit of difficulty in relationship with an elder. So somebody older, an adult, so forth, on the 27th, which is a Sunday. And then that Mars and Libra, you're trying to be diplomatic, you, you know. So that day, you can expect a little bit of difficulty there. The 28th, Uranus is going retrograde, okay? And it's going to go retrograde until January 1st, so the rest of the year, 
okay? This just brings you an itching to change your routine up, to not be stagnant, to have like, to, to you're gonna be frustrated with like the major themes because it's in Taurus. So the major themes of Taurus is like women's rights, global warming, money so you're gonna be frustrated with those themes and you're gonna to want to change it up okay because you want it's retrograde so you're gonna be reviewing oh how can i change my routine how can i change my income how can i make a difference in how the earth is being treated oh, i want oh, i'm gonna to change to cloth i'm gonna not buy on team who i'm going to and then so that kind of thing is going to be coming into your life and you're going to be reviewing and looking at that kind of thing okay the 30th is our full moon in Pisces, which is a super full moon. And it's also what we call a blue moon. Blue moons happen about every two years or so, two years and four more months or so. Um, is it every 30 months or so? Yeah. And then, um, like I mentioned at the beginning of the of the month, it's it a month that starts with a moon, full moon, ends in a full moon, is just asking us to release, right? And this is a really good day for energy cleansing for actual because it's a full moon in pisces pisces controls everything that has to do with dreams with psychic energy with things that are more ethereal things that are more on the other plane so it's asking you to let go of like all that junk on that subconscious level mm -hmm. right so it's a really good day to go do energy work to go get rid get rid of like stuff that you can't see but it's like dragging you down yeah. those little worms that are like stuck on you you know what i'm talking about right yeah yeah yeah. those are those attachments it's a really good day to just like go of all those um clear your energy field and just like those energy parasites get rid of them and just release then there's two main areas okay so we have to look at we have seven things, six to seven things in retrograde, basically, right? Mm -hmm. You have Mercury, Venus, Saturn, Neptune, Uranus, Pluto, Chiron, all in retrograde, okay? Retrogrades are just asking you to review, to look back, to go internal, to focus on what needs to be released, what needs to be re-edited, what needs to be, you know, readjusted, mm -hmm. okay? And you have to check in with yourself for the wisdom you can't be listening to the external you have to go inside for that wisdom okay and since it's in pisces like i mentioned you have to l l listen to either your intuition or to your dreams okay the two that are going to be hitting the hardest are going to be venus because it's at the end venus is going to go st um straight <laughs> it's going to go direct at that weekend okay so with that full moon it's going to be like Mira, you haven't finished listening to me. It's going to be its last punch, okay. right? It's its last chance for it to go and say, I've been telling you for 40 days, like at this time, 37. I've been telling you for 37 days to drop that relationship, to break up with this or to, you know, change this or whatever. This is what this retrograde has been for. Right. I've been trying to drag you through the mud and explain this to you and you have not been listening to me so now i'm gonna like really sh you know yeah like this is it this is the last of it right so it's just like venus retrograde is coming in for the last of it so it's gonna be it's its last push is gonna be on that 30th it's gonna be like so if you haven't you know 
broken up with somebody, if you haven't released something, or if you haven't like reevaluated your finances or whatever lesson you were supposed to learn from this Venus retrograde, mm-hmm. that day is going to be the day that it's going to be like, okay, okay, <laughs> come on, I'm not going retrograde until again, until next year, whatever, you know. What day of the week is that? It is a Wednesday. Okay. 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 She's like, I don't work that day, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can get, you know, mentally messed up, whatever. <sighs> so, yeah. So, that's there. And then Saturn, because Saturn has been retrograde as well. It's been retrograde since June, I think. And, you know, it went into Pisces in March, right? So, Saturn is going in it. And then so, but it's Saturn is in Pisces mm-hmm. since March. So since this full moon is in Pisces, it's going to activate that Pisces. It's going to activate that Saturn. Okay. And then that Saturn on that full moon is going to be like, you know, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I mean, it doesn't talk. Well, yes, Saturn does talk like that. Let me, let me put it in a nicer, um, more, more astrology, uh, better, nicer words. Saturn is going to be asking for accountability. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's what you got for that full moon. Okay. Then the weekend, Friday, Saturday, it's Aries full. It's in, it's gonna move from you know Pisces. It's gonna move into Aries. You're gonna feel a little bit of you know more energy coming back in after the full moon. Um, then Venus is gonna go direct. Things are gonna start clearing up. The Saturday might be a little touch emotional because that moon is going to be in Aries conjunct to Chiron, which is in Aries. It's oh, it's Aries. It's, it's retrograde in Aries. Okay, so it's going to be like, you know. So you might be you wounded. You gotta you're gonna be watching your triggers. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But then after that, the third on Sunday, like it's going to be like lifting, right? Okay. It's like. Oh, you know, the retrograde's ending. I mean, I'll still have to go through a shadow period, but it's going to end the retrograde. The Venus retrograde is going to end. And then it should be more like, okay, let's, this happened. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Now let's organize because we're in Virgo. Yeah. Get all your ducks in a row. Yeah. I gotcha. Well, thank you very much. See? It wasn't, I didn't pack up my things. See? <laughs> <laughs> eye roll me I'm going to talk a little bit about Katniss um, which actually is something that I, I'm not super familiar with I have with. some there really? Yeah. I didn't even, I'm not familiar with it I've never really used it I guess I don't have cats but I have catnip <laughs> yeah and, uh, it's they very it was, inter- it was interesting to find out about yeah I have some there uh, so it is a sedative uh, again I'm not a doctor do not ingest this or give it to your animals before asking a vet or a doctor uh, original uh, so it's been used for centuries for diarrhea stomach uh, cramps and gas magically it's associated to Venus water it's a feminine plant it helps with love beauty and happiness okay so apparently if you give some if you give catnip to your cat, it will create a psychic bond. But that was pretty interesting. Uh, catnip with roses, roses are used in bolsas for love. If you hold catnip in your hand until it warms, and then you hold the hand of someone else, as long as you keep the catnip that you held before in like intact and in good shape, uh, you'll be friends with that person forever. Uh, 
Growing near the home or hung over the door, a catnip actually attracts good spirits and great luck. Catnip is useful in glamour spells and it's used to promote happiness. Large catnip leaves are pressed and used as bookmarks for magical texts. And um, it's, it, people in the 60s were smoking it, but it's like, it, it's supposed to create euphoria, but it really only does it for cats. And it's something specific to how they deal with pheromones, like what cats do with their yeah, I've noses. Seen, yeah, I've seen cats high. Yeah, it's crazy. Like cats just get high off catnip for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So there's a little bit about catnip for you. And then our reader question for the week is a pretty quick one. And it was, what do you do to change your luck? Like, what's the first thing you do to change your luck? Take a bath. Yeah, I was like, shower. Shower is mine. I'm like, (laughs) get me in that shower. Make me sure, like, washing whatever bad off. Yeah, take a bath and then change it up based on what you use in the bath. Um, We have have an arsenal in our bath. Yeah? (laughs) I think so, yeah, because I have a little, like, I'll choose, like, if you go to my bath, like I have like a coconut bath or salts or a uh, sal, um, savira or, you know, nice. basil. Mm-hmm. And so just based on what I need, yeah, I'll grab. I'm like, oh, I need protection. Ooh, I need to wash this stuff off. Or, ooh, I need some sweetening. Yeah. And then I'll just grab what I need and that's what I use. Yeah. Very nice. So yeah. I think take a bath. That's the quickest. That is the quickest, I, I would agree. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome. See you next time. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with another episode the week after next. But in the meantime, you can email us at thebrewhousebroadcast at gmail.com. For me, Dion, you can find my artwork at lasprimasmaritas.com. Or for booking healing work, I'm at unusualhealing.com. Or sdlunacy on Instagram. Great. And for me, Sasha, you can find me on Facebook with Brujeria101. And you can all find me on Instagram as Brujeria101S, because <laughs> somebody had the 101. And I also have Brujeria101.com, and there we'll have like um, response buttons that you can push to Amazing. book like palm readings or natal charts and stuff like that. Great. Yeah. Thank you so much. Bye.